Hey, this is Liz, and you're listening to the South CAC Syndicate Podcast. South CAC Syndicate Podcast. That's right, baby. Thanks, Liz. Episode 15 here with Jared Cutter. With a little, uh, 15 with a little um, vacation, if you call oh, it. Yeah, that. it's been two, week, two weeks or one week? It's been two weeks off yeah. posting. Yeah. Um, Jared and I had some stuff come up, had to go. Oddly enough, we both went to Chicago. He went to I South went, Dakota, but yeah. you flew to Chicago. Yeah. I went for a screwdriver in Chicago. You went for three screwdrivers. Three. Yeah. <laughs> that was early. Yeah. You can't drink beer before lunch. Yeah, and I ended up in Indiana. You ended up in South Dakota. Anyway, yeah. long story short. So I'm in South Dakota on a pleasure pheasant hunting trip, and you were at, were you at Feronius? Where were you? I was at Feronius, yep. Welding manufacturer. So we got Fabtech next week in in Atlanta. It's a big... It's like a Comic-Con for welders? It's exactly what it is. Well, they got more than just welders there. They got anything really that has to do with fabrication. But um, they're going to unveil some new equipment. They wanted to fly me up there to kind of get some content. No, they wanted to fly me up there to get trained on it. Cool. So I can introduce it at FabTech. Man, I got so many text messages on like Saturday. They were like, so nothing posted as a new episode. Like what happened? We just quit. I'm in South Dakota. Yeah. Well, what about next week? Well, Kyle's in Atlanta. Yeah. Or what about? No, I was like, sorry. It's good. Sorry. We're gonna make up sorry for this about one. Your luck. We're gonna so, make up for this one. I'm excited about this guest. This will be a good one. This is kind of, sort of in my wheelhouse a little bit. Yeah. So when I made the call to our guest that is sitting here before us today, he was like, um, "Podcast in Wahala." <laughs> really? <laughs> Let me listen to it, and I'll be- get back to you <laughs> before I tell you. Yeah. Before I tell you. What, what, before I tell you I'm in. So today on episode 15, we have Trey Keys. Welcome to the podcast, Trey. Where's the plaza? Do we have a button? We do have a button. We do have, we do have a button, hit a button and see what it does. Just hit one. It's going to play the boo. Hey, this is Liz. You're listening to the South Cat Syndicate podcast. Okay, that's the wrong button. Yeah. Okay, so Trey Keys is here. Um, Trey and I met uh, four, probably four years ago for the first time. And we were redesigning the SouthCAC.com website. And he had helped me do some of that and do the Facebook and switch everything over. Made some content for you too, right? Did do some content. And then once I saw what he was capable of, (coughs) a couple years go by, I'm working with the tourism board for Oconee County. And we needed some content created for our mountain bike park. I got a guy. I said, I got a guy. Another year goes by. Megan's company needed some marketing, <laughs> needed some content creation. Yep. She called Trey. Trey got the job, or his company got the job. And so Trey is no stranger to uh, Wahala, native of Wahala, currently living in Clemson. And your current title for your job today is? Associate Director of Creative Solutions at Clemson University. Great. So we're going to talk about what it's like to be on the sidelines of Clemson I guess all athletics? Or, For the most part. But football, basketball, you do soccer, baseball? Less soccer. I've done more baseball, but I've been to almost all of them. Yes, you, you guys have you have people that do that, though, right? Like, that's part of your the, the department. departments. Yeah, we've got yeah we've got multiple. Well, there's some athletic departments that have a lot of people, and then there's people who have none, and we're somewhere in the middle. Gotcha. But we've got six full-time people, and then three people – that work on sports that aren't football or Clemson Plus, which is another thing we can talk about later. Yeah, great. And, and very talented, too, I must say. Let's start that off. Um, you know, we, I don't know how I first started. Maybe, I guess, people at the church maybe turned me on to you or something. 
and started watching some of your content. And I was like, yeah, because Kyle knew who you were. And I, I think y'all just shook hands for the first time today. Yeah. yeah. But he definitely knew who you were. And what's funny is I told Trey, who my co-host, who I did this hosting with, and he was like, oh, that's the car guy. That, yeah. That's the fabrication guru guy. And I was like, okay, so you know Kyle too. So it's funny when creators actually do their own work or do their own work yeah. and other creators pay attention and you knew Trey's work from yes. previous and Trey knew who yeah. you were as well. Did you do some stuff for the church too for a little while maybe? Which church? Uh, LifePoint. Yeah. Okay. Every, every once in a while too, I'll, I'll help out with Taylor. Yeah, and I think back then, this is four or five years ago, I think when they first introduced me to you, I think it was through the church. I don't remember who it was. Um, I was talking to somebody, and they're like, oh, you need to take out this Trey guy. He's he's making some good stuff. And I was like, all right, yeah. You know, I'm always looking for some help. Which, I mean, you were already... You were already... Past that point. Yeah, you were already pretty solidified in your own content creation and and doing your own thing. So, Trey, tell us how you got into... uh, Are we going to call this content creation? Is that that kind of what you do? So, I mean, kind of, you know, we talk a lot about content creation on this podcast. Um, You know, when we talk about media, traditional media versus social media, well, this kind of plays right into that. So it's going to be great to have somebody that actually does this for a living and gets the storytelling side of it, which I'm assuming is what you appreciate about it, right? Yeah. So, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so when... uh what what happened when you were like, oh, there's a camera and there's a button and I can actually create content? What, tell us about how you got started into that and if that's something you've always wanted to do. Did you go to school for that? So this, it's, a, it's a little bit of a deep cut to like internet, but back in 2013, 2012, around that time, Call of Duty was huge. Mm-hmm. And I played Call of Duty as much as my parents didn't want me to. But sure. played Call of Duty and uh, eventually... I found out that you can like do these like trick shots and stuff. And if you're really good at the game, you can post that and people like watching it because not everyone's really good at the game. I wasn't that good at the game. I was okay, but I wanted to make the videos. Okay. And so you were great at the editing. Yeah. Well, at the time, <laughs> at the time, he was great at the trick shots. It was, yeah. <laughs> I knew a little bit about it. And I guess there's the, the, the original stories that my parents got me an iPod Touch okay. when I was like eight. Is that the and, ones that are colored? No, it's not the Touch. That was the Nano. No, the Nano was colored. Yeah. And I had one, my dad had one of those. And it yeah. held like, it was a big deal. It was a thousand songs. Oh, it was the I, yeah. biggest deal yeah. ever. Yeah, yeah. A jukebox then, in your pocket. Yeah. Is that the little tiny one? Yeah. 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 And then uh, they got me a, a touch and it had a camera on it. And I was like, for some reason, I really wanted that camera. And I made some YouTube videos that don't exist anymore, I don't think, thankfully. But <laughs> with some like Trey Burrell. And, uh, oh god! Yeah. Oh gosh! Yeah. And so <laughs> I, I had my I had my dad's old iMac. Um, had Final Cut Pro on it. Yeah. And I like without asking him edited together a video, and it was really bad, but it was a video. And so because of that, when I was playing Call of Duty, I was like, I like the whole editing side of sure. things, and let me try to do that. So the I got in some touch with some people who um, did really well with that. Sorry, and. Okay. Um, the the crazy thing is is that people that used to do Call of Duty videos like that are like that the ones who did really well are now working for like VFX studios. Yeah, right. Yeah. And it all started from a video game. Or they've done what I've done and turned it into real life stuff. And then so once uh my brother asked for a camera and I never wanted to ask for a camera. I just thought it was all I'll just record Call of Duty stuff and do that. Screen capture or whatever. Yeah. 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 He asked for a camera for Christmas and he got like an old Nikon D3300 
the great for like starter pictures and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, I like this, like you know the the girl who does the yearbook at high school. That's the type of camera that was. Yeah, it's like a like a rebel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like it does. an EOS, EOS rebel. Yeah, yeah. It takes pictures. Yeah. And sometimes videos. It's kind of like yeah. what we're shooting with today. No, that's, no, no, no. I know what that camera Yeah, that's a little bit okay. better than a okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just a little bit. And so I, we took some pictures, and I remember the, the, the first time I zoomed the lens in, and there was background blur. Back then, that was a big deal to me because I was like, oh, that's the yeah. sign of a nice camera. And so Easton and I took some pictures, and that's kind of where it all, where it started, I guess. Um, and then from there, just, I mean, how much further do you want me to go? I, I can that, talk about this for so, a while. Yeah, so, no, this is good. Yeah. So I guess you were you were attracted to the the creative side of it. Yeah. Right. I really like the tech of it too. <clears throat> I that, will that's tell what you. Made me curious. You know, it's funny because obviously my journey was probably twenty years before your journey, but you know, back when I was young, I had some friends that had you know back back when I was a kid, you filmed on this VCR that was sat on your shoulder. You literally put a VCR tape in it. That's right. And you would film. And we would make these, we were kids, we'd make these slam dunk videos. Mm -hmm. And like for us to dub back then, dub music and stuff, we had to have two VCRs. We had one recording, one playing, and then we had like the audio tied into it somehow. And then it had to be be like synchronized. Be like, all right, ready? So crazy. You'd like press record and play at the same time and the music and all that stuff had to go the same. And it would like, Whatever you got was what you got. I bet Instagram Reels, when it came out, you were like, geez, there's <laughs> well, my video, yeah. here's my music, bam. So, you know, we used to create these, as kids, we thought these videos were amazing, yeah. especially back then because barrier to entry was was super high. You know, nowadays, anybody can make a video. I mean, you, you talked about Final Cut Pro. That com- that came on every Apple device yeah. computer. Yeah, even like iMovie. Yeah, I yeah, mean, that was our thing so, computers. You know, it got to where anybody could make a video and anybody could edit something. But back then, we were like manually mm-hmm. doing this, and our friends that didn't know we did it, they thought it was like voodoo. Yeah, like you're making these movies, but the only way you could share your movie was with another VCR. Yeah, but we'd take it to school You'd back have to then. Take it to the the school uh, TV card. We'd, we'd roll the card out. <laughs> roll we'd the play card it for in. All our, yeah, so that, that was before Trey's time for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that was kind of that when I was fourth grade yeah that's what really got the juices flowing like oh man it's cool creating stuff right and it always stayed with me until i started youtube years yeah. later yeah yeah no i get it for me and on the music side i remember the first recording i ever did it myself and you know how when you used to have a landline in your home and you had a um a place to leave voicemail yeah yeah and you had a tape in there, and you'd have to hit record yep. and record the voicemail. Answer machine. Answer machine. Yeah. It's been a long time, right? <laughs> yeah. We were living on in, in Mountain Rest on Village Creek, and I would hit uh, record and play. And then I'd strum, and it'd play, and then I'd sing harmony. To, it was the only tape recorder I could find in the house, yeah. and that was my first memory of and then, a and song. Then the, the next person that called the house got Jared singing <laughs> yeah. to him. <laughs> my mom was on the road. She was yeah. like, okay, whatever. You're like, oh, I forgot I left that on there. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> singing but, some... Whatever it was. Candle box or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, this would have been <laughs> mid-90s. Yeah. yeah, 93, 94, something like that. But your dad's also a musician, right? Yeah, you need to have him on here. Yeah, we were, I, we're down. Yeah, absolutely. So Trey is our youngest guest by by a long shot, which is also excites me. Nice. Um, this is a big deal. But I don't want to get into your parents. But today, now Ray's going to, that'd be a great idea to have him on here for sure. Yeah. And just from the, the music storytelling side of what he does today, but he is a creator, 
uh, any musician is creator. Yeah, just for sure. like any videographer. Yeah. And so you kind of got that creation trait from your father, and then took it. What about uh, you? Got a younger brother or Easton? Yeah, Easton. And is he creator? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He makes a. He well, he's he's in a pause right now. I want to get him back into it, but he makes really good like new rap music. Yeah, yeah. so I, lo- I looked him up before the podcast, watched a couple of his videos, who I would assume that was me. is 100% older brother, mm-hmm. helping him out. So Easton, love your stuff. Producer, writer, like what's his, what's his thing? Um, he is, is a writer and a voice. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. He, he does, he has a laptop and a mic similar to this. Actually, I got him a mic for Christmas. That's so really, really nice. Cool. Um, I think my dad used to use it way, way back at some clubs and stuff. Sweet. But he, uh, he, he, he does a lot of the writing and he's got some help with that with some friends that he met online or in person. And then he also, I think has a really good voice. So he records stuff at home. And then there's a guy named Charlie in Memphis that he met through like Mississippi state. He did his first year of college there and then sends that off to Charlie. So Charlie's the one who produces it. Yeah. Like makes it, makes it sound like it should be out. Yeah. Um, there's an art to that for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Melatonin, man. Melatonin, Easton. Melatonin is a great song. I think so. I think it, I might have I to listen to it. I I, I'm in the dark, like you guys. Can they? Did they ever put it on Spotify or iTunes or anything like that? Uh, it's on Spotify. He's got yeah. one song with a quarter million plays. Easton Keys. Yes. Look him up. Tell him to make more music. Easton. Yeah. Make more music. Hey, no shit. Like I need music for the YouTube channel. That's copyright Easton. free. Easton. Let's do it. <laughs> make more music. Yeah. That's awesome. I got the most most respect for uh, Alicia and Ray both. I think they're great guys. Uh, they did a great job raising you for sure. sure. But I love the content creation that comes here. Next Generation comes in, still content yeah. creation. So tell us how the door opened for you to be on the sidelines doing all the videoing and recording for uh, Dabo. Yeah, I would have I would have never known that that existed if it wasn't for my parents taking me to games. Because you watch the video board, it's way bigger now. Uh, but back then, there was this dream video that played. And it was like the, the story of a Clemson recruit as he was growing up. Like what he wanted to do. He wanted to play football. You know, He wanted to get bigger. And as a kid, he saw people playing yeah, yeah. on TV, stuff like that. And so that's the first video I saw. And that was back when the whole college sports media was just happening. Right. Clemson was one of the first schools to do it. And so luckily it's, you know, right down the road just by chance. And uh, my dad worked at a company in Pendleton that was kind of related to Clemson so he could help me, you know, maybe meet some people. But there was a, a guy who put his email and his Twitter, which you don't do anymore. Back then it was, you know, here's my email, reach out to That's me. Right. Yeah. And um, right. his name was Jonathan Gant. And he was the solution for Clemson for building a like in-house media department. Um, and so I shot him an email. I read that email. I still have it. I misspelled a lot of things. I was 15. <laughs> Creator, not English yeah, teacher. That's right. <laughs> I, was, I was 15. I think I misspelled the main software that they use. Um, sure. But besides you, the point. In that email, did you include some of your work? Every once in a while, I would send them something. Um, I didn't exactly have much work because I was terrified to share the Call of Duty videos. Mm. I, I thought that no one would... You're your own worst those. critic. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 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 But I also just like, I didn't know anyone around here who knew what those were. And I'm like, this is not going to, this isn't going to mean anything yeah. to someone who shoots with a real camera. But I played football in high school. Um, I broke my arm 
twice. And uh, I decided, hey, I have this camera. Let me make some videos for the football team and do like what they do at Clemson. That'll be fun because I can't play. And um, Genius. Yeah. So I started, I started doing that. I made some videos for the football team. And then eventually I put those on my Instagram and then connected with people who worked at Clemson. There's a guy named Andy Turner who's from Mount Pleasant. Um, he, uh, so you're like your high school hype man. Yeah. Everybody loved you a bit because you made them all look good. I ran the student section page. And yeah, but all the players had yeah, they love you it. because you made them look, you know how it is. When Professional. You, yeah, you're just like, oh, that was such great footage. I haven't seen any of it, that's but right. I, mean, I can just imagine. That's right. Yeah, at the, at the, it's, it's become more of a thing now with certain schools, but yeah. like a lot of people who end up working in college sports like did that or they did something similar to it. And so the we were really the only team that I knew of, especially you know, in Anderson County, that were doing videos like that. And Daniel had a guy, but... Yeah, you know, the, we sort of started doing it first, and then with that, I was able to build more of a portfolio, and that led to me shooting a wedding for the first time, and that's when the whole freelance thing started. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I had a some I had a, a group of folks hit me up. It's probably been two years now, but they had a son that was a pretty good basketball player in high school, and really was wanting to try to promote him to colleges. You know, and back in our day, you, you, you just, if you was in the newspaper. And that that and was, was your hype video. Yeah, that was your hype. There wasn't a video. Yeah. Nowadays, if you don't have like a. A hype video. A hype video, good luck trying to get in front of colleges. That's crazy. And so they sent me, they had all this content and they're like, look, can you just go through and like pick out the best stuff and like make a video? It doesn't have to be fancy. We just want to win a highlight reel of all the stuff. And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. And so like his dunks and blocks and shots and all the stuff, I just kind of compiled it all in one deal. And that's what they sent to colleges, which is crazy to think that that's what you got to do now. You know, it used to, the, the coaches would go to the high school football games to watch the players or send somebody to film. That's right. Now it's like you got to submit your content. Your res- they still your got resume. it. It gives you a leg up, though. It does. You're right. You've got a way for them to sit in their office and watch it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Is there a guy that just goes to schools and creates hot videos? Goes to school. Oh, uh, uh, Barstool Sports has got into. Okay. They're like in every high school now. Which really? is, yes. Every high school has their own Barstool what Sports. What a great influence for our high schoolers. <laughs> well, it's, I think it's a little bit different than what you're thinking. Okay. <laughs> but like Seneca High School has a Barstool Sports sports page. Really? Yes. It's called like Seneca Barstool or something. I don't know. But That's insane. All you'll hear the kids, and it's brilliant on their part because they're getting these kids like into the barstool sports ecosystem early because I hear Lawton come by and Brilliant. oh trend was on the barstool sports page today and I'm like what are you talking about? Is I'm it? thinking like barstool. Yeah. No, it's like That's the Seneca. It's like the Seneca Barstool. But it's already embedded in their head. Oh, they're already in when it. When they get to college, they're gonna go to college Clemson Barstool or and, Alabama Barstool or wherever gonna, they go. Yes. Yeah. And then they're gonna go to the sports bet. Barstool is massive. Yeah. That company is it's anyway, really smart. we're hijacking your no, it's okay. Absolutely. story. Yeah. I knew the guy who ran the Clemson Barstool. Yeah. Oh, really? You did? Yeah, they're called Viceroys. Yeah. I don't think they have, I think the high school ones are a product of kids seeing it. And then they start their own? Yeah. Okay. Because that's essentially what our page was. That's still good, though, that you're creating a. You're yeah. creating this. It's so big that kids want to create their own pages around. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah, like if every, if every high school had a South Keck. Mm. See? Where you at? We could afford Son? that camera. Better <laughs> 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 video. Yeah, we could hire somebody. That's right. Support your local man. Uh, we would look company. good too, buddy. 
no doubt. Okay, so keep going. So you emailed the guy in Pleasant Hill, right? Jonathan. He worked at Clemson. The guy from Mount Pleasant was Andy, who was Pleasant a student. Mount Pleasant. My bad. It's okay. Yeah. Oh, that's all right. Okay. I, I don't know. Also, I, do you do you cut this at all? No. 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 Okay. All right. I was about not to say, le- I don't, not unless I don't we know have if, to. Like, if I say something, and I'm like, no. wait a minute. Okay. That, the, pl- the, the pleasure of this podcast is it, you get us in a, in a real feel. So. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, I like if we that. had to, like, we had to cut out who. Uh, yeah. Who. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. What? Keep going. I want you to do as little work as possible. No, you, I'm going to say something <laughs> different than what you're saying. Okay. Um, from the paper. How? Yeah. No, we had to cut out who. Uh, how? No, not who, how, but. It was Willie. Who's Willie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we couldn't oh. reveal that under right. some kind of NDA we had to sign. I don't know. Anyway. Oh. So you emailed, you were afraid to send you in your Call of Duty videos because he was un- didn't yeah. know if he would understand that or get it or embarrassed or whatever the case may be so how did you did he respond back to you yeah yeah he he actually my my initial email was i want to do some sort of internship and that was because my dad had told me what that word means um mm-hmm. i was 15 at the time. i mean i knew what it was but like i didn't know what to ask for so my dad was a big help with getting my helping me get my foot in the door but um he responded and i sent him a couple of things and he was like oh it looks good whatever at the time um, you couldn't exactly just have a high schooler intern with you. I mean, you probably could, but it was, yeah, yeah, something that didn't happen a lot. And so, what happened was I would just email them over time. And then when I broke my arm the second time in the same spot, I was going to help them that summer, and then I wasn't able to go. So I thought that that was it. And um, at the more I I sort of talked with them a little bit, I reached out like a year later because I didn't want to bother him. I, I didn't know how often an email sure. should be sent. Um, so I was trying to stay away, but uh, I found out that I had to be a student of Clemson to like officially help. Um, and so my high school grades weren't that great. So <laughs> join the club, yeah, I know, right? It's right <laughs> um, in with us. Yeah. So that kind of I was like, well, I don't know if this will ever happen. So what ended up happening is I just kept in touch and then transferred to Tri County or went to Tri County and then planned on transferring in. He told me that you have to be a student, and I thought, well, that's probably the easiest way. And it is because I, I got bridged, but that's super expensive. And so I transferred in and, and did that. And then did you want to go to Clemson in high school? Did you like, oh, I'm going to be a tiger? I didn't want to go to college. I'm with that. You just wanted to go to work. Yeah, I knew I was. Well, I knew I was supposed to yeah. with quotes, but mm-hmm. um, it didn't make sense to me. I mean, I, I made like. I was 19 years old and I made forty thousand dollars during freelance work. We that, listen. We talked. We talked about this a lot, though. Like when Way you're when you're a true entrepreneur and you can go figure it out. Like the whole pay to make money doesn't make sense. You're like, why would I do that? I can I can do this on my own. Yeah, I didn't want my parents. I mean, they my parents wanted to pay for it because they were Clemson alums. The whole my whole mom's side of the family was Clemson. They went to Clemson. I just didn't want to. I was like, if you can save. Uh, you hear yeah. so many things in the news today about student debt and mm-hmm. and all that. Yep. And I'm like, if you could save the money, that'd be great. And so the, I, I went to Tri-County for free, but then I was like, I'm going to transfer in, mostly because I want to do what they want. But yep. also, if something does happen, it's a good fallback. You're and right. They're give, if, they're, if they're offering to pay for it, I might as well take advantage. You're so right. I, and I, I wasn't making 40 grand at 19. No, and it dropped off after that, too, good which is kind of a wake-up call. But oh. Yeah. Oh, you got, you, got, you got that big money. Yeah, COVID happened and uh, the freelance went down like crazy. Mm-hmm. So at that time, though, nobody's I was having weddings anymore. Well, they were, but it was, it was, 
very small. Yeah. Some people, some people in the wedding industry, and that's a whole other thing, did did really, really well through COVID and did a good job. But um, because I was working at Clemson by that point when COVID happened, um, that was it was taking so much of my time. And I thought if I invested time into working for Clemson that it would pay off. And it ended up that it did, but I worked for two years as a student and then kind of the like peak of working with an athletics department as like a video person is being able to help with football, even though that's not actually the peak, but when you're on the outside, you're like, I want to work with football. Yeah. Yeah. It's a popular sport. 80,000 people plus. In the I've stadium. made it. Everybody's going to, yeah. the thing is to the content you create, is going to be more likely watched versus yeah. any other sport. And it's cool. It's football. Yeah. All the other sports are cool, but you know, when you're out on the outside, that's what you see. That's Clemson's biggest team. And so I got to the point where I was working football and there's an access related thing where like, we, like we need coach, we need to trust that we're not going to get in the way of a drill. We're yeah. not going to put out something that we shouldn't put out. Right. And stuff like that. And so that's why it's sort of coveted within like the sports, like creative world, because the stakes are kind of high for a program that's always in the news versus like rowing. That's yeah. Not yeah. in the news. It's right. equally as poor is important. That's right. But they're not always being criticized. I mean, coach Sweeney gets his stuff twisted in a press conference every single year. Yeah. And imagine if we're the ones putting out stuff that gets twisted. That makes us look very bad. Yeah. I'm sure there's checks and balances where they want to see the final final cut or no. Yeah, yeah like anything anything that has Sweeney in it, he has to see, which I understand because I would be the same way. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. And so uh, there's a couple of different ways that we vet stuff. And the biggest one, if it, if it includes him, if it includes something that, you know, we might even think needs to be vetted, we'll give it to him. Right. Shout out to Weston Co. Tap Room next door. Got a little. That's your words. Little Kyle. delivery. Thank it's the you. first time I've been inside there, Jerry. By the thank way. Thank you, Jocelyn. Oh yeah, you like the build out? Yeah. Oh, thank you. You bet. Thank you, Jocelyn. Okay, so we talking about Sweeney a little bit. I think uh, all our downloads. Everybody would know who Dabo. Is. Yeah. So, except what, for maybe our Russia listener. What's crazy, I was like, I actually looked at analytics yesterday, I guess it was. Number one, city. This is going to be weird. New York City. What? Yeah. Number two, Clemson. Who do we have in New I York? Don't know. I don't know. I've only been in New York. And I also wonder how that works, too. Like, if you have a phone and you're watching, I don't know how that works. I, I would I would assume it's- If you're in New York. Well, I guess it could be a VPN deal, but I would assume that if it was just based on IP, regardless of where the phone was from, it would still show they're watching locally. Yeah. So I don't know. But yeah, New York, number one. That's insane. It Thank is. you, New York. Big Apple. Um, so most people would still know who Dabo is, whether you're in New York or Alaska. I mean, he's a well-known guy. Yeah. Uh, from all accounts that I've ever interacted, he's just a great guy. Is he the great guy that he portrays? Yes. <laughs> of course I, he is. I also, should have paused pause just a little bit longer. <laughs> the uh, the I, I would one. I'm a Clemson employee, so like you would expect. Of course to not you say would. Anything but good. But he like from someone who I've interacted with him rarely, but the people that he hires are good people. Yeah, and the people that I get to work with at Clemson are good people. Don't and you, by proxy? Don't you think that's why he's so successful though? Yeah, I think I personally do. I mean, I've met him at the airport at the. The Oconee County Airport, yeah. ran into him yeah. up there. You know, listen, they got money, but they, like, 
His wife's like driving a minivan. Like they're yeah. just the most down to earth people. Got a Toyota Tundra. Yeah, yeah, he's not nothing super fancy. He's not like you know trying to. Yeah. Just a good dude. I talked to their. I've never talked to him, but I've talked to his kids a couple times. This is when they were a little bit younger. But yeah, I think Clemson's lucky to have him. I think anybody would 100%. see that. He's a great guy. So Dabo, if you're listening, man, we'd love to have you on the podcast. That's right. We'd love to hear your story about coming from a kid from Alabama, and uh, I think he's from Alabama. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. That boy. That boy. Yeah. So that's how you got uh, his name. So Dabo, uh, we appreciate you lending us Trey for a second for to be on the podcast. We'd love to have you on the podcast as well. That would be a cool show. That would be. Yeah. Trey, you make, can I, you make that happen? I can't promise anything. He did go on <laughs> Darian Rencher's podcast, which was a player. Okay. So <laughs> I mean, he's not. I mean, there's no. There's a better chance than zero. You're saying there's a chance. So you're saying there's a chance. I literally feel like Jim Carrey right Uh now going, okay, no way. But uh, that'd be great. That'd be great. We appreciate what Dabo does just in the the outside community of Oconee County. Yeah. Right? Because without Clemson University, I mean, just our tourism dollars coming into Oconee because of Coach Sweeney is a big deal. Yeah. Right? The economic impact that Dabo has to Oconee, a lot of people don't even – Realize. Well, there's a part of Dabo too, to me personally, that because he's such a good dude, that it makes you like pull for him just a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you bet. And it makes other people. We've had other, like him. Yeah, it's crazy. We've like had other coaches, right? No, that's that, right. That did, right. did pretty well at Clemson. But Ford was a great coach, but like when well, I don't remember Ford, I wasn't here. But I mean, you know, we've had coaches, but Dabo, man, he's just like one of those you just want to pull for just because he's such a good dude. Mm-hmm. You'll Win have, or lose, like I, you know, I'm, I was about to say you'll have other fan bases tell you that too, but they don't want people to know that. Yeah, of course. I met, of course. I met a guy in the in an airport bar in Atlanta, and uh, he saw I was wearing a Clemson sweatshirt because I'm like my dad. I try I travel with Clemson stuff on because he's, right. he's always done that. And the guy sitting next to me, uh, by the end of the conversation, had bought me a beer, but uh, he was a a neurosurgeon, and I didn't know that until the end. But he was a Georgia football fan. And if you know anything about Georgia yeah. and Clemson, mm-hmm. not exactly the most friendly fan yeah, bases yeah. to each other. It's probably right underneath South Carolina yeah. and like NC State maybe. And maybe Alabama. Or we Auburn a, or we, Alabama or any other team. Auburn, yeah. Auburn's just in your head though. Yeah, true. It's Clemson without a lake. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. But he, but he, uh, we were talking about college football and just like coaches and stuff. And he said, if you told, well, I'm going on a podcast now and saying it, but he was like, if you told anyone this, I would get in big trouble. But Just don't mention his name. Great. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember it, to be honest. Um, he's a good guy. Uh, he said, don't don't tell anyone this, but I hate Clemson, but I love Dabo Sweeney. You can't not love Dabo. Yeah. Just yeah. just salt of the earth, good dude. And yep. it's, fu- it's funny because I can look at him, and he didn't know I worked for them at that point. And I can say, like, believe it or not, he's a great guy. Yeah. Like, he's, yeah. he's exactly what you would think. What you see. Yeah. And that's cool being able to – meet someone who, you know, they say something good about or bad about Clemson. And I can turn around and say like, well. Yep. Yeah. So let's talk about. I've got a, I got an autographed ball right there. Yeah. Dabo, I got one of your footballs in the podcast room. So. We need, uh, we need you to come sign the wall though. Yeah. We appreciate it. So let's talk about the business of making content. Yeah. And I don't know how, you know, I don't know how much you want to talk about this. I would think personally that you are, you and your team are solely responsible for uh, recruiting in a form because what happens is these young guys see the content you guys make, right? And the better you make it look, the more they want to come to Clemson. Yeah. Right. And so like, That's right. 
in a in a weird way, like you are as responsible for recruiting as say the Dabo yeah. the Dabo team, which I mean, I guess you are part of that, but you know, you you listen. Recruiting goes back years, and the schools that realize that, like, you can't just go get the number one recruit the year that he's the number one recruit. Like, you have to build a foundation when that kid was twelve. Starts in middle school a lot. Yes. Yeah. Mm. And then he sees these cool Clemson videos or these players that he admires, whatever. And then you you start to foster that in their head. And then sure. when they're in high school and then they're the number one recruit, then it's like, man, Clemson's always been on the radar because, you know, I always love their content. You talked about that video. I mean, really, they recruited you through that video years yeah. before you ever made it to Clemson. Yeah, no, that, that video just didn't impact fans and players. Like, the, that's that, that, that video did really well when it first came out. And it's yeah. a lot of... And it made other schools wake up too. Like so we you, should be making this. So do you guys like actively when you go into like a, you know, an all hands meeting? Are you talking about like this kind of stuff? Like, hey, we need to make content that's going to inspire the next Clemson recruits, or is it just about like your production was? Yeah, this we need to work on the film up this side. Yes, yeah, so we're so and so is not getting enough. Uh, camera time is is there <laughs> politics also? Oh, I'm sure there is. Um, I mean, there's there's I mean, there's always going to be politics and everything. It's yeah. not. I would definitely say it's like bottom of the list for us. And really, we're a small team, and so the I I don't work with football directly anymore. I did when I was a student. I worked with my boss who worked directly with football. Um, I'm mostly on. I shoot home games for football, but so like for the recruiting side of things, we don't we don't directly do any recruiting except for some photo shoots sometimes. Um, yeah. But I mean, when you make an Instagram post, yes, we indirectly. Right. Yes. Recruiting. That, then that's kind of what I was yeah. talking about. Like when you're, you know, you're making these Instagram posts that look awesome and make Clemson look really good. There's, you know, there's 12, 13 year olds that are, that are watching that stuff that at some point yeah. will be at the school. They're never going to know. They're never going to know that you were the guy that made that. Probably not. No, but I mean, it, they, they might meet me one day. But they're not still not going to know. They're yeah. not going to be like, "Hey, when I was twelve, I watched this video." Unless, unless you just make unless a, I did their research. Unless you just make a banger, and and it's one of those videos like you mentioned earlier, where it's it's so memorable that they mentioned it. Yeah. But, but anyway, so I know what I don't. I mean, to interrupt you, but you are directly, even the thirty second videos you make for Instagram or TikTok or whatever you guys make videos for, you are directly. I would almost say more instrumental in future uh, players than you realize because you're going to make it easy for those coaches at one point to go recruit those kids. Yeah. And that was was a big thing during COVID too, of like when, when that happened, I was just a student. So I wasn't really inside the walls as much as I am now. But the the one thing, Jonathan doesn't work in Clemson anymore, Jonathan Gant, but he, he wanted to use that as an opportunity to like really show our value to all the coaches. And so we created a recruiting library of like Nike stuff and facilities and Clemson's, Clemson football has the vlog. And that's like already, we've yeah. had players commit because they say, I watched the vlog. That's how I found out about Clemson. And you guys were the first one to do the vlog, right? Where you guys hand the camera to the players and then you guys yeah. take the footage and go post. Yeah, it was, uh, for anyone who watches YouTube, it was a ripoff of Casey Neistat. Yeah, but I mean, it was the first college I to, believe so, yeah. to do it. Yeah, it should have been. That's what, yeah. that's what, as far as I know, it was the only college. So they would literally give the camera to mm-hmm. players. 
I've you never, I've, yeah, I have. I've never heard a guest talk about Casey Neistat. Oh yeah, like way to go, Casey. Yeah. Like huge in that community. Yeah, yeah, and he and the, the style and everything, the intro, oh, yeah. the, how it was done, and he's the one who sort of pioneered that that side of sure. creating content. But there's three things that we like really talk about when it comes to the things that we make, and it's like, what is it like to be a Clemson Tiger? What's it like to be a student athlete? And so, yeah. if we so we, we, we want to support our student athletes first and then the brand. And then hopefully that trickles into the rest of, you know, coaches getting recruits and people liking us and right. growing our brand and everything. And so I think it's brilliant. Yeah. Matter of fact, I, I would probably guess that you guys are probably under, even though they understand the, the value that you guys bring, they really don't hundred percent understand it. It's hard to quantify too. Yeah. It is hard to quantify because it's such a, there's such a long tail to it. Yeah. Right. So back, back really quick. Back to your Casey Neistat. So I was on a Casey Neistat episode one time. You yeah, were? Yeah, were you in New York? No. Look it up. It's Death by Selfie. Death by Selfie. <laughs> that, that the name of his, that's the name of his video, Death by Selfie. Okay. I, I made a video of me making a beam. Remember beam? Yeah. I made a beam logo, fabrication, but I made my own video. That was, that was your, that was I you? I posted it and I sent it to him. And so then obviously that piece was on his. And then he commented on the video I made too. Anyway, little Casey Neistat. Way to go. I've seen that. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> so death by selfie. But and you're YouTube famous too. Not that. You are. Not like that. I mean, you, not like that. You are. You're humble about it, but you are. The, See, the car world is a different market though. Five, I mean, how many do you have? 400,000, 500,000? 300 and something. The okay. thing is though, this is, this is the struggle. Jared will say that I'm very humble about it. What I realized is that um, I'm not living up to the potential. Three hundred is not three million. You know, you got you got the Cletus McFarlands, you got the the TJ Hunts, the Adam yeah, LZs. Yeah. You got these guys right that are they're two three million subscribers now, and they were ahead of me back then as well. Yeah. But not, you know, if I was a hundred, they were at five hundred. Yeah. Now I'm three hundred, and they're at three million. It's like there's not there's a. I mean, know, I get it. I'm like at twelve. <laughs> not 1200 not 12 million Just 12 12 yeah jared ketterman youtube i'm at 12 please subscribe i, I hadn't posted anything in like jared ketterman. 10 years that's part of the problem you have music on there uh, yeah well a song about colorado yeah breckenridge yeah breckenridge yeah so what's funny is when we were on the tour bus had i known and kyle kept telling me this is this is the problem kyle's like no you just need to record everything yeah and just do the whole thing see i wanted to vlog back when vlogging it wasn't even really a word for it. And I did one or two. I'd be standing in the windshield of the tour bus, filming interstate, look back, the band's kind of drinking and playing in the in the lounge and, you know, take over a music store. Or yeah. We're on an airplane. And you just post. You And what iPhone came up with is, like, you could record and then you'd send it to YouTube. There was no yeah. taking it back to the house. You guys put so much time in, in your video editing. I had no clue. And I looked back and I was like, I didn't document anything. Yeah, and YouTube is yeah. so, such a powerful. It's tool. one of my most. That's one of the most. My most favorite parts of YouTube is not what you would think it would be. The best part about YouTube for me is that I have documented my life. I've got videos with me and my kids. Scrapbook yeah. when they're lit, it's a scrapbook. Yeah. Yeah. And I and occasionally I'll just go back and look at some old videos and go, man. Well, I think that's social media in general, yeah. right? Uh, if if my face, I, I can't. I'm not gonna say I can't stand Facebook. I rarely post on my Facebook page. Yeah. But every morning I go to my memories tab 
and see what the memories and it was are. Like two thousand eight. The problem is though, if you're not posting, those memories are going to run out. Well, I look at the same <laughs> damn memories. That's oh, right. from way back. Yeah, they're just going right. to get older. That's exactly so right. So this year is ten. Next year will be eleven years ago. The year after that will be twelve years ago. But we won't right. have anything recent. We're going to take a quick break right here, and we'll be right back with Trey Keys. Let's face it, shopping for insurance can be time-consuming. When it comes to your auto and home insurance needs, make things simple and trust your Allstate experts. They will help you get the coverage that fits your needs while helping you bundle your auto and home. Bundling saves money, sure, but it also saves you time. So, you can enjoy the things that matter most even more. Contact Clemson Allstate agent Shane Smith at 864-654-1047 today for a free personalized insurance proposal. Allstate, are you in good hands? We're back with Trey Keys. Kyle, what do you think, man? I love it. This is this is my jam. We were actually good. just talking out off during the break, and I'm just like throwing questions. It's the longest break we've ever taken and questioned yeah. a guess about, I, about I, I, the, I, his I, expertise of what he does yeah. is very valuable for where our vision of the podcast wants to go as well. When I geek out in this stuff, even though I'm too lazy to actually do it on the yeah, YouTube channel, that's right. Like I geek out about this stuff and. It's just so interesting to me. So one of the thing, one of the social media things that came up during the break was TikTok. I want to, I want to touch on that for a minute before we get into to okay. the other thing. But how important is TikTok, in your opinion, to social media? We hear it all the time. Gary's always saying, if you're not doing four organic TikToks a day, you're going to fail. Is TikTok a? I'm, obviously, it's a major player. But it, does Clemson or does your department look at it the same way? I was about to ask if you meant for a business or for Clemson. Yes. Yeah. Cause it's a little bit different for, and and why? Yeah, TikTok is the wild west of content. You can interesting. You can do you can do anything on TikTok as long as they don't take it down. Someone's gonna find it interesting, and it's it's uh, we have as last time I checked at least we have the highest followed athletic TikTok account. We were like that with Vine, too, if you remember Vine. I heard yeah. Vine. It's coming yeah. back. I love Vine. It's coming back. Yep. It's coming back. Elon it? says he might bring it back. <laughs> I loved Vine. Anyway. That's great. And what I liked about, well, there's a side note, but what I liked about Vine is that you were constrained. Yeah, and that's right. With TikTok, you know, I can have 10-minute videos on TikTok, and I'm not watching a 10-minute TikTok. Someone will, but yeah. I think that, I think that if, let's say you're a business in Wahala, South Carolina, we'll take Pretty Place. For an example, sure. they're not a business, but they're a location. Location. They are slammed now because someone TikTok. made a TikTok yeah. about Pretty Place, and it's it's kind of been ruined. Airbnbs but, are yeah. huge for that. Yeah, yeah. I actually seen um, what's it, James's yeah. thing come up on TikTok, and it wasn't even it wasn't something that he did. It was something that somebody else did. Yeah. I wish he was here because he told me it was a nightmare. He oh, said, really? Once an influencer did that reel or yeah. whatever you call it on TikTok. He's like, I had everybody booking, and they just, like, it wouldn't was, stop. It was great for bookings. Yeah. But it was not the clientele I wanted. It wasn't hey, the Hold on, me, let me quote James. What am I going to do with that? <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's what he said. We love James. I mean, is, there, is there a clientele that, like, you say clientele you don't want. You have Airbnbs. I don't I, have, yeah, I have a lot of Airbnbs. What's, right. what's the, what does he mean by that? So it means the influencer was a high-end uh, respected the property, kind of yeah. making great content. They're they're building their clout, but what that did was gave somebody or multiple people that was just like, 
oh, well, that's so pretty. The influencer's doing it. I'm going to go yeah, just, just book the place and have a party. Yeah. Because the influencer went there. Yeah. So there is an upside to having influencers. We all know that. You're yeah. an influencer. Yeah. You're an influencer. I'm not 12 on my YouTube channel, remember? 12. <laughs> 12. But uh, the, there is a downside of having, and we, we have hosted influencers in the lofts, and we've had issues beyond that, but I'm not anti-influencers. Uh, we had Hal on here the other day talking about print media. Influencers is also media. Like, it's advertisement. You're right. It, the difference is I don't pay the influencer. They stay for free. So I pay them in real estate, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. But it comes with a downside. The more popular you are, the it, it is a catch-22. And I guess it really time. depends on who the influencer is, right? True. If it's a travel if it's a travel That's blog right. and it's more high in travel, you're probably going to get more high in clients versus if it's a That's right. It's some college influencer that's looking for a place to party on the mountain. That's right. That's going to That's right. So I, so TikTok is a thing for Clemson. Yeah. Yeah, we it's a uh, it's kind of funny the Kyle who I work with, um I'm sure he wouldn't mind me mentioning him. He's sure. uh he mostly does a lot of the football work as a full-timer. Sometimes he spends a ton of time making something, and then it might be directly for TikTok, and it doesn't do well. Sometimes he puts zero effort into something on it TikTok, and very it well. explodes. Are yeah. you putting? Sometimes it's the opposite. Are you putting any content on TikTok? I am. Okay, I've got ten thousand followers on TikTok. Of course do, you, do you do. Do you do you do like the real pretty no. building lines? No, I love those. Oh, you talk like the the, yeah, sati- the people who've the got like satisfaction. The, yeah, I don't know what it's. I, I call it Instagram welding. Oh my gosh! Yeah. yeah, just make it look real nice. So I probably should. Are you familiar with? Uh, well, maybe not because you're probably not that deep into the fabrication. But there's this guy on on Instagram, TikTok. His name's Dabs. We call him Dabs. Mm, I don't think so. Sean. Anyway. Dabs Wellington, I think is his name. Anyway, he makes like uh, art. Shout out to Dabs. I just I was just in Chicago with him. Um, he makes he takes mirror stainless, and then like Tig welds art on it. Love that. And he makes these videos, and he's like really big on TikTok. Like he that's his that's his thing. It's TikTok and Instagram. He's not a YouTuber. He exactly. makes these quick videos. He's super Shorts. good at it. Yeah. There's a guy we looked at yesterday because every once in a while we had these meetings where we just like throw stuff up on the it's real like real like artistic crap, but throw stuff up on a TV and be like, what do we like and don't like about this? Yeah. Or what do we want to mimic we, this or not mimic this? Yeah. There's a guy on TikTok who takes Nike shoe boxes. If you've ever seen Nike shoe boxes, orange with a white check, and he takes a I guess it's an exacto knife or something, and he took the the swoosh and he made someone in like a golf backswing with the swoosh and then put a like cut up the box so it had like a little golf course on there and he's got a ton of videos that are like that where he just makes stuff out of it yeah and it's and it's the craziest it's the craziest waste of time like i get it as as an entrepreneur yeah but i will waste hey listen my day watching let's do an experiment okay this is gonna be fun this is gonna be fun i'll write it down this is gonna be write this down i'll write it down let's go we need to come up with a screen name for you. Okay, <laughs> okay hold on. Listen, hear me out. Hear me out. I can already see this going south. It's around pyroism. Oh, I love pyro. Yeah, see, this dude loves. You need to make it like a. We need to make a test account where all it is is you lighting big ass bonfires and burning shit all the time. I love fire. Listen, you take you take this microphone and hey, his name is Jared Ketterman or whatever yeah. the yeah. So we're gonna burn some wood. Yeah. And then 
And that's how we got to do today. We got burn some. We got six bottles of tiki torch fluid. Yeah, three bricks and And a Nike Swift (laughs) bottle. We're gonna burn something. (laughs) There you go. Okay, so I'm writing pyro video. Yeah, we should make a whole account TikTok like a pyro. And all it is is Jared burning stuff. (laughs) You guys were talking to the uh, the Kiwi Kiwi Brewing company. Hey, hey, yeah, hey, the pyro pirate. Yeah, I love pirate stuff too, man. <laughs> black powder. We use a lot of black powder. These uh, these buildings here in Walhalla. Yeah, the, you strip them back, and they've got like a Texaco sign or something like yeah. covering. People love that. Yeah. So when, that, if, you're, if you're demoing a building or it's another mistake it, that I should have listened to Kyle on. He's like, dude, you're doing enough demo of old, old buildings. Yeah. You should document this stuff and post it. That's history there. And I didn't. See, I can I tell also, the story also, of our product. It's also okay. Like, if you don't want to do that, that's... No, no, yeah. it's not you're right. I want to. Yeah. I just you're right. I, just I think know. I wanted him to document it more for his memories versus yeah. to actually right. post it. Yeah. That's right. Like, it, it's... Like, you could. Like, I think you would do really well doing that. But yeah. also, like, if... Like, there's a girl in our office who works in social media, and she hardly uses it. Yeah. And... What? Yeah. She's, she's like, pure, pure artist. Her name is Sam Frost. Which, she's you know, listen, that. I actually kind of agree with that because... Sometimes when you consume too much, mm. it mm. clouds your creativity. Yeah. You got to think you have to do X. Well, it, and subconsciously, it, it'll change you to be like everybody else versus if you're right. super clean of all social media, then what comes out is pure and, Raw. It's, and, it's, and it's original. Mm-hmm. You're not like mimicking. Like, I don't care who you are as an artist. Like, if you consume enough of it, it's going to sway the way you make content her yeah. her her work is uniquely hers and, and that's yeah. probably because she's not swayed by everybody else's work good yeah. for you sam yeah she's great she probably won't listen to this i'm gonna send it to that's fine her. Send it to her. sam with, we'd love to have you on yeah sure she'd be great she's from she's from she's an interesting perspective she moved across the country from california to work so did kyle at, yeah oh really a california know. kid born and raised in california really she moved across the country from uh oh my god don't say San Diego. Oh, that's yeah. not where I came from. Okay. She's from San Diego and she worked for um, USD and then uh, did a lot of stuff with baseball and then left that to do grad school at Clemson. Okay. Because of the social media stuff that we work on. And her, the way that she thinks is interesting about things. Interesting. Which is a true artist. Yeah. Yeah. And she's also like, loses her phone. And like, I'll find it. Yeah, like, you're like, what? Yeah, I lose my phone. And I'm like, that's freaking thousand dollars right there. Yeah, I'm not thinking about a thousand dollars. I'm thinking about what's on my phone. <laughs> Who's <laughs> <That's> texting me? <laughs> yeah. That's bad. So let's get into the company that uh, can I call it? You guys started sort of. Yeah, I had a. I, they try to make sure that I take credit for it sometimes, but you know, really, it was. I joined in once it was already running, but you know, I had a meeting. So we'll rewind probably four years ago when we were at the Landis building at two, two, four. Yeah. And which uh, is a great space. I wish we had, I still wish we had another space like that. Yeah. 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 I don't want to hijack this, but yeah. I was only there a couple of times and yeah. just the vibe. Oh, like if did I, a great job. If I could have hung out there every day. Yeah. The business model worked and I still think there's a need in Wahala. And she bought the old Booker building, recreated, Kind of the same space, I'll but say, not I think the same my dad vibe. Has a spot over there. It's not the same yeah. vibe. You gotta understand. Like this could be a whole episode, and I don't want to get into it. But when two two four came out, we were all hanging out there, and we were mapping out a plan. Yeah, 
And then we were just buying real estate and creating businesses. We need to have her on. This should be a good one. Absolutely. But I have a meeting with Trey and Roy, and uh, they were just talking about this company that they they had a vision for. And I don't know if the meeting for me was an investment opportunity or just a meeting greet. I can't I can't recall because it was so long ago. But today there's a company that was established, and Trey was a significant part of that called Take Part. And you can find Take Part at takepart.co, not .com, takepart.co. Yeah, I didn't tell you that. That's good. .co. That's right. You didn't tell me that. I do do my research, right? (laughs) So give give our listeners an idea how Take Part came about, what the mission was, and what you're doing now. Yeah, uh, yeah. I still think you need to have someone. I think if someone from Take Part came, well, some one of the people you who are from started, Take Part, <laughs> yes, one of the people who helped start it came on. That'd be great. But I can do a, a good job of sure. sum it up. So the uh, the idea started from friends. Mm-hmm. We were doing a bunch of freelance work, um, so it was stuff like the mountain bike trail. And, yep, you're welcome. Um, yeah, thank you for that. By the way, that was a good. That was a great opportunity. Yeah, thanks, Ken Sloan. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, and doing weddings or working a drone business um, and stuff like that. And the, the conversation was, is like, we're already hiring each other to help out with jobs that we're doing. Why don't we just combine and make it our own thing? And Roy and I had been talking about that for a while. And I was still like 18. So I didn't really know. I, like we were talking about it, but I wasn't, I never took it seriously because I was 18. Like I, I just did videos. That's right. And, um, and then a couple of years after that, uh, Roy called me and said, hey, uh, you know, Drew and Austin, which are friends that I've done work with, uh, we're starting Take Part. And I was, I was kind of hesitant about it, um, but then he convinced me to do it. And, and what it's become now is uh, a company that it's a digital media marketing company. Um, a lot of it is video based and some of it is web design based. Um, but we try to serve clients in the upstate area and provide them with what they need. So whether, like we have one company on retainer um, out of Spartanburg. Oh, it's been a minute since I've worked with them. I can't remember. The, or Buckley Brothers. Buckley Brothers Pressure Washing. Okay. And so we, we, they were talking through us. They know us through Palmetto Boy State, which is a whole other thing. But sure. they, were, they were talking with us about, hey, we want to – get more business. That's typically how the conversation starts. Like we have so most, most conversations. Yeah. Start. Yeah. yeah. We, we want, we want more business. We want to do X, Y, and Z. And so we said, Hey, we have, we think we have a, a solution for you or a product really at the time. And so we modeled something for them based off of the Clemson football vlog. We're like, what's stopping Buckley brothers from having a vlog. And so for, mm. and it was mm. kind of in hindsight, it was a little bit crazy. They, every week they had a vlog that would go out on, I think it was, Fridays or Thursdays and um, work, work like that is what eventually came to take part after doing, you know, odd jobs and whatever. Right. And we've also done, we've done a small part of a documentary that will come out at some point. And so is it like turnkey stuff or is it, it's a once. So, uh, so do you get, well, hold on. Do you guys go to Buckley brothers and say, Hey, we want to manage your social media or we want to help you create the content. And then you guys kind of post it. Yeah, the it sort of depends on which client comes to us, and so for the most part they come to us. But we yeah. also we I mean you would never get business if you just did that. Um, a lot of our growth has been organic, but or, or person to person, like you know you and Jared talking about it. Yeah. Um, but when they come to us, they usually have a problem, 
and like a business one-on-one textbook, like we have a solution. Here's what we think we can do. And then they either agree with it or they disagree with it. Um, it just kind of depends on. And you can sell it to them however, whether it's turnkey or just yeah, let us lay it out for you on how to do it either way. Yeah, yeah we've done we've done some things where like we give like one of the, the parts that take part that's unique is that sometimes we've given businesses an exit plan for us where they are paying us to eventually get rid of us. Gotcha. Of course. And so we want to, it's wanna, an all a cart thing. Yeah. We want to, yeah. we want to help them. Like we want to do the stuff for you, but we also want to help show you how, how to, do, to it. do it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it just reminded me because we had talked about before we started this podcast that me and you had kind of messaged a little bit. Yeah. I was wanting to do a documentary that's what it was. That's what I hit him up about. Anyway, it just kind of hit me because you started. Take part. Oh, I thought we had talked about that. We did, but I had forgot what it was we talked about. You never pulled the trigger. Well, we never pulled the trigger. It was going to be an Amazon documentary. Because mm. um, I've got a name with Amazon Prime video. But I wanted to make something more than just me. And I was like, man, I need some talented folks to yeah. help me do that, right? Um. Anyway, but when we when you come in, you had said still, still in the cards. By the way, hey, we can make it still make it happen. But we had talked about that. Me and you had talked, but I couldn't remember exactly what it was, what the content was that we were going to do together. And I can't. Yeah. But it just hit me. That's what it was. Yeah, it was about uh, um, why are, the the fox. I, I don't want to. I don't want to make anyone angry. Chuck, Chuck, yeah, that's yeah. Right. the brother, yeah, and a fox body Mustang, yeah, or a Mustang, yeah. Well, so the Bibster, yes, yeah. The Bibster was um, Chad was kind of in built in the name of a f- friend of ours that had passed away. Yeah, me and Chuck and Chad were all good buddies, and Chad passed away. I built that. Chuck still has Chad's car. But yeah, I, I you know my idea was more around the like car culture. Yeah, like why are the, why is there a car culture? What yes, is it about sure. car culture? Like I want to make this documentary. It's like and you reached out to our guest today. Exactly. Because you found value in what he, he was skills. doing. He and that skills. was years ago. Probably a couple of years ago, right? Yeah. yeah, it was like three or four, uh, three probably. Yeah, probably. he had the skills to do what I felt like needed to be done. To make I can it. tell you the price point has changed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had to give him equity in the Amazon. Oh, oh, I got you, I got you, I got you. Yeah. yeah, there yeah. you go. So where is Take Part going in the next three to five? What do you, what do you see the vision as for the company? Um. So I don't know exactly how much I can talk about. There's there's a there's some stuff happening with um. Oh, I, I want to mention yeah. like pageants. You don't have to go there. Yeah, yeah you like, don't. We we talked about yeah, it. But yeah, yeah. The the we'll need to consult with legal at take part <laughs> before we can talk about <laughs> we don't that. Have we're just going to have them on. Yeah, yeah. You could yeah have Roy or Austin or. Yeah, both of them maybe. Yeah, for sure. Um, but uh, the 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 end goal is that we want to still we want to remain in this area, and do stuff for businesses in this area. And then like Greenville almost is like a whole other market, but that's where like the Ring of Fire and one other agency that I can't remember like they work out of Greenville, and we saw a need of like sure Pickens, Oconee County, Anderson need someone. That's yeah, it's not in Greenville. So you are a content cre- content creation company. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Period. And, yeah. It, and it could Brass be like tax, a it, it could is. be like a one time deal, you or do it could shorts, be like you do commercials, you do documentaries, you do. Yeah, yeah they, they've actually done some stuff with Clemson as well. Oh, so, cool. So it's a little complicated now that I'm working with Clemson because I don't have enough time to sure freelance. But there's a there's a sector of Clemson football, and this is back to the whole Dabo Sweeney thing. It's called Paul Journey, 
And I don't know if any of either of y'all have heard I of it. I haven't seen I haven't heard. Yeah. Jeff Davis used to play linebacker in the NFL. Okay. I thought it was running back, and apparently it's linebacker. Okay. Uh, one of the first things that Coach Sweeney did was hire Jeff Davis because he said, we have a bunch of college kids. They're athletes. He was an athlete. We need direction and resources for these athletes to do well because 1% of them are going to the league. And how can we provide them with options? Something else. Yeah. How can, yeah. We, how can we get them jobs? Make Prop, sure they're prepared. Props. And props so, him for that. Yeah. No, it's, it's an incredible program. And Take Part has done some work with that as well. And um, they, I think they want to continue. And so they made a commercial for them. And so we, they really do, uh, they do a lot of stuff. And I think the future of it is advertising. That's my personal take. Yeah. I don't know if it's. Yeah. I don't well, know if content it's creation is advertising. Yeah. At the end of the day. Yeah, this yeah. yeah, what I think is the is the is the main future of it is paid advertisement. And so we make the media. They are the the businesses that hire us are the ones that um that are the talent essentially, but yeah. stuff like that, I think. I think that's the, You know really what well. Take Part needs? What? Their own influencer wing. Influencer wing? Oh, yeah. Sweet. Like you need to tie those people that are are making the content to the people who can distribute the content. Sweet. So, one there's some, thing There's some stuff happening. Is there? Yeah. See, that's, I always wanted. Now, I would necessarily wouldn't. I never looked at maybe doing what you guys are doing and take part. Uh, mainly because I never felt like I was that great at the content creation like, side of it. I feel like we all feel like that. And maybe that's yeah. maybe that, all, we are all our own worst yeah, critic. And, yeah. and maybe that's the case. But I but I always wanted to start like an influencer agency, where you have a bunch of people on staff. On I don't know if staff's the right word. But you have a bunch of influencers, and then like when the Froniuses or the whoever comes, then you're like, oh, I have a guy. Mm-hmm. Well, I have you, a, you want to be like an agent? I guess that I guess that probably explains it much more. Yeah, interesting. You want to have a network yeah. of people that you can help get deals while also helping businesses advertise. Yeah, like a business go to one place; they don't have to go find the the influencer themselves. Yeah. If South Kank Apparel could go to a take part, yeah, company and say. Here's my issue. Make this. I don't have time to do this. You guys are the experts in the room. Yeah. Here's the products. Do it. Do it. You've done half of that. I have. Because you went to him. 100%. He's created content for you. Trey has created most of my content. I think the, <laughs> I think the part that was missed was then take part or Trey or whoever, like you name the company, should then they line go you, out they to, should have lined you the up influencers. with Yes. And said, hey, and post said, this content. Do this. Yeah. And it's an it's an a la carte add-on yes. to the client. Or they basically I love that idea. Or they work with those folks up front. I love that so idea. So you get the influencer and Trey get together mm-hmm. and they're like, hey, together we want to make some content for South CAG mm-hmm. for you to post on your That's right. Yeah. That that would work really well for like product based. Yeah, like or, cut it, or, or cut them in right. on the deal. Cut them in on the percentage of sales. Oh, here we go. Anyway, that's a different conversation. This has been this has been great. It's been awesome. Like we could. This is my gig, right? The here. problem I have with this podcast, and several people have said this, like our attention span is about an hour. Mm-hmm. Like, but this conversation could go on for another three. Yep. Because Trey provides such value. We're right? gonna do this again because I feel like me and Jared have run over you a lot. That's okay. Yeah. You know, we really we get excited we about do. what we talk about. We so it's like I want to uh, hear I want to hear more about a lot of stuff. We'll have to have you back on. We yeah, need to take part. Have them back on. Takepart.co. Dabo. Dabo's been guaranteed. 
by Trey. <laughs> so that's going to happen. Y'all uh, stay tuned for that. You can't put that on Trey, but Dabo, we would <laughs> love to have you on. Listen, I'll, I'll, I'll do my best. That's That'd be I'll great. Say. But check out the company, takepart.co. If you need any content creation, video work, that there's nothing that they would not take a look at. Yeah. For sure. Where can they find you at? Me? Yeah. Oh, I got to look. Trey.keys. Well, my, my Twitter is Trey underscore keys. And then uh, my Instagram is uh, Trey underscore keys three because Trey underscore keys was taken. Then also, Instagram is. Y'all yeah, go look at his work. Yeah. Trey, Trey underscore keys three. For Instagram. Yep. Yeah. And Twitter is? Trey underscore keys. How important is Twitter to your age demographic? I thought we were wrapping up. We could talk about this for. Real quick. Yeah. For for my job, it wouldn't have happened. Like a lot of people don't get jobs without Twitter. People talk about LinkedIn. Twitter. Twitter for the sports Even world. for the younger demographic. Interesting. Because yeah. we saw a Twitter that was doing this, and it was our social media. Yeah. And then most of my Twitter followers Dying. hadn't posted in literally eight, nine years. Yeah, A lot it's, of people watch on Twitter. They don't. I used to think that Twitter, like when I was in middle school, I wanted a Twitter because of the Call of Duty stuff. Like some people had Twitters, and I thought to myself, "Well, like I'm not, yeah, I'm not announcing a concert. Like I don't yeah, think yeah, people yeah. know about it." That was I, that was Jared. Yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Jared underscore Ketterman at the nice. Forms. Nice, <laughs> which I actually post on. I think it's important though. Okay, the, uh, I think the, it's going to make a resurgence. Yeah, it's, Elon's, well, Elon's coming. Elon's in got it, and it is it's changing the game. Yeah, hopefully, See, I think so. I, he's making people pay for verification though, which I don't. So that one confuses it, it, me. You get a this, refund. Well, and this is what I will say. Whatever you hear now, don't necessarily take it for what it is, yeah. because I'm sure things will change. But I heard initially what was going to happen is he was going to make you basically post almost like a bond. Hmm. So in order for you to be on Twitter, you're going to put up twenty bucks, like a deposit, like a deposit. Interesting. And it was always yours. The second you quit the platform, you get it back. He wanted it in the bots. Yeah, because the thing is, is if you got five hundred thousand bots, yeah, you're not going to put twenty dollars for each one because you're like that's too you're much. You're not money. relevant. That's a good. That's a good way to. I don't think that would work if Twitter was just starting. But now that Twitter is established, thing, yeah, right. I think that that would hundred percent work. Even if it was a monthly thing, if I felt like I could get regular organic growth, not competing with bots and all this other stuff, I'd pay. If I felt like mm-hmm. it would. You know, sure. Last question. I want to wrap this up. Trey. Yeah. If somebody wanted to get into your industry, what's the best advice you could give them? This was the one question I thought was coming. Um, Good. Then I expect a yeah. exuberantly great answer. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. No, no pressure. pressure. I promise that. Um, the, I can tell you, I can tell you what was the biggest thing for me and the, it's a little different with sports, but just for in general, you're never going to get better unless you just keep making stuff. And that was, that was the biggest thing for me is that like when everyone was partying or whatever, like I was watching YouTube videos about how to make videos. And, or trying to watch somebody who made yeah, content like you wanted yeah, to Yeah, or, or I was trying to work. Yeah. And I've kind of fallen away from that a little bit since I've gotten the Clemson job that, you know, it's, it's nice and I have to work every day. But the... The, there's this, uh, I can't remember what it's called. There's a chart talking about like your, your, your confidence versus your ability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you first start out, 
your confidence and your ability is really low and then it shoots up like crazy because you learn some things. It's a bell curve. Yes, and then it goes down. Yeah. And it's called like the pit of despair. And I was telling someone about this at Clemson the other day, but um, the when you're most vulnerable is when you're on your way down and you think you know what you're doing and you really don't. And like the same, mm. the same phrase yep. of like the more you know, the more you realize you don't know. That's, that, that's that, where I'm at. That applies. That's, right. and that's like, exactly I, where I'm at. And that applies to everything. But with videos in general, like you always can do better because you're not the best. Yeah. And when it changes. Yeah. And, and that's the whole thing with social media too, is that like the, with like TikTok, you're never going to find something that always gets views. Well, you know, so back to, and I don't want this, we're going to end this yeah, yeah. podcast. But yeah, like, we are. <laughs> but, back, but back to what we were talking about with the Casey Neistat thing. Like back in that day, yeah. like if you were making long form, great long form content, mm-hmm. you were there. You were yeah. the you were the guy. And then all of a sudden, now everything changed to vertical and, and it's only 30 seconds. I'm, well, now you're not the guy anymore. Sure. So let, let me ask this. What's the next step for social media platforms? I hate them. I mean, I mean this is a different demographic yeah, than you and I, right. Kyle. Think about you're this. Right. Well, I'm, I try to keep my a ear. Twenty year age. I try to keep here. my ear to the road, though. Yeah, but he's in the road that we're trying to keep I our agree. ear on. I agree. So, what is your personal opinion on where social media goes from now? Have you have either of y'all heard of Be Real? Uh, Be uh, Real? Yeah, I have. Okay. So, I Be Real is an not. app that it's like, it's is like a countercultural. App. So it's a it's a social media app. B-E- and the reason I'm the reason I'm gonna tell yeah. him B-E-R-E-A-L. what this is is because he thinks I'm not in the road, but I'm in the road. Yeah. So be real. I think you're in the road. Listen, be be real is an, an app that you post on social media, but they tell you when to post. Yeah. And so you just all of a sudden get a notification. Are you on it? And you get 15 minutes. Two minutes. Two minutes. You get Are two you minutes to post. No. And listen. <laughs> in the road. It's on the road. Listen. No, but I know about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't have to be doing it. Right. I'm sorry. I heard people on the other shows laughing it. a lot. So I, I dig it. it. I dig so it. So no, hold on. I'm not finished. It takes a picture on both sides of the camera. Oh. Yeah. So, not only, so, for, so for yeah. So yeah. first of all, you don't have time to prepare. That's the be real part. It's oh, like, I dig it. It's two minutes, and you got to take a picture, or you or you lost it. I dig so it. So there's no like getting ready and posing. And when it takes it, it takes a picture that way, and it takes a picture this way. You scroll down, you'll see. There's a whole bunch of people. And so, <laughs> be real. Oh, I focus. <laughs> This scares the shit out of me, actually. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie. This is so crazy. Back to the Casey Neistat thing. He had an app called Beam, and it was Be yeah, yeah, yeah. Me. Be Me. And the difference was that his, instead of it being real where it was both sides, his was it had a sensor, and you'd put it on your chest, and it would take a picture of you right now. And I never got to see what the picture was. It just posted it. Yeah. I never got to review it. Or you could put it on the wall. Did it go anywhere? And take, nah, uh, CNN. Oh, well, CNN bought uh, it. CNN bought it, and then like Google and CNN and all those companies do. They eventually just yeah. yeah. But it was kind it of the same concept, though. I, I think that I think that the the next phase of social is realism. Yeah, I think it'll go for a full circle. Yeah, I think it'll go back to like now. People are like, I don't know. Do you have kids? I do. Do they have social media? Uh, my oldest one kind of does. Probably posted a photo dump. Which used to be a thing like six, seven years ago. Yeah. And it's a thing again now. And the we used to make small things for social media with Clemson. And by me, I mean the the creative solutions staff. And then it got long form. And now it's back to small again. Yeah. And, and I think it'll go back to long form. Yeah. I think the things will repeat itself. But the, but the biggest thing I see now is that everyone's a little sick of the 
the influencer ads, whatever, yeah, with yeah. perfect makeup and all that. I think that'll change. I won't yeah. disagree with that. I think it goes for a circle. Anyway. Just like fashion. Good one. Yeah. Trey, Appreciate it. Yeah. Good job. Thank you for having me. Trey Keys. Tell everybody again where they can find you. Trey underscore keys three on Instagram and Trey underscore keys on uh, Twitter. Y'all go look at his work. And don't forget to look at takepart.co, a company that Trey has uh, been a part of for a long time. And we'll have Roy on here or Austin or somebody. Yeah. Also to- follow Clemson football. Awesome. Some basketball. So what? You okay. Bet. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't want to get into this, but like, where, <laughs> where are we going? <laughs> go ahead. A three hour podcast. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead and finish it up. Guys. Great podcast. There's more to come with I'll the come keys family. <laughs> we'll have Ray on. We'll have Easton. Oh, Easton make more music. Yeah. And uh, thank you so much for being a part of this. And Dabo, look forward to seeing you soon. Go Guys, ahead. y'all have a great weekend. See you.